Welcome to Parenting in Queens, a safe place where we like to connect with everyday families doing extraordinary things. I am your host, Cecia Falcon. Before we listen to this episode, I would like to thank our reviewer of the week. And this one is by Mike. The title is Great Parenting Podcast. And he says, Cecia takes her decade of daycare experience and creates a platform for parents. Love it. Thank you so much, Mike, for leaving a review. This podcast episode is dedicated to home birth mothers in Queens. This is a group where I belong. I had two home births, and I would like to shine light about this amazing community. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Parenting in Queens. We're also sharing all different types of birth stories as well. So be sure to follow us. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, so for today, we have Andrea, George, and Olivia, who is eight months old. She's so cute, you guys can see, but I'll post pictures on our blog post. Um, this episode, we're going to be sharing a little bit about what home birth looks like in Queens. And I met, I connected with Andrea through my midwife, Sharon Carroll, from Midwifery Care, and I would just like to hear like their story but first we were talking a little bit about how we came to that decision right so i guess daddy was the one that was not on board but mommy was so for andrea like what were the why were you on board like how was your process into like having a home birth well, for me, even before we got pregnant, we I just started to do some research and watch some documentaries. And something that really stood out to me was this documentary that I saw, The Business of Being Born. And basically, it just explained um, hospital births versus a home birth or giving birth in a birthing center. And just the difference of what those experiences can be like depending on where your atmosphere um, and your environment is and how all those things just affect your birth. So that I feel like was really the turning point where I really became interested in the home birth. And yeah, and I started to do some research more about it. And that's where once we became pregnant, I found um, Sharon, Carol, and I, we met with them and I just kind of knew that. That was the perfect fit for us so that was that's really good so how was it like breaking the news to that and did you make him watch all the documentaries too and go through the same process i well i definitely want had him watch a couple he didn't watch the main one which was three parts it was like an hour and some long but i did have him watch other ones that were a little bit shorter okay. that just kind of explained what can happen in a hospital versus how safe it actually is to give birth at home. So I feel like seeing other dads in the video and having their perspective definitely changed and opened his mind a little bit more. It did take some convincing at first, but I think once he saw that this was something that I really wanted to do, he just supported me and understood that if anything was to come up, I wasn't completely opposed to going to the hospital. Um, but just being able to even stay at home as long as possible, even if that was an option, to just have that would have been enough. That's so great. So why were you um, so hesitant? I mean, I can say a lot of things, but what was your perspective before? 
Um, I think one of the main things was I, I personally never had anyone around my circle that um, gave birth at home. Um, any, not, not one, none of my sisters, I have five sisters and they all had gave birth at, at the hospital. Oh, wow. um, even close friends and relatives all gave birth at the hospital. So this was the first time that I heard, um, you know, someone wanted to give birth at home. And I felt it was kind of strange. I was like, oh, I don't know how to feel about it, you know. Um, and I think one the the what helped me out a lot was when um, I reached out to my mother because my mother gave birth to nine. Oh my right? goodness! So, <laughs> so um, she can do it. Yeah. yeah so it's amazing. You know, and she gave birth with no epidural. So I don't know right. how she did, and it was no no C-section. No, it was all natural. Um, and I praised her for it, you know. And um, but she did tell me that. My grandmother um, gave birth at home with with my, all of my uncles and aunts, you know, and and I was like, oh, so you know, are you, is it okay? Is it safe? You know, and I was asking her all these questions, even though they may be silly questions, but I was just curious because this was the it's first time. You. Yeah, it reassures you, and um, knowing that my my wife wanted to give birth at home, I um I was a little was a little nervous, a little scared, but um. She, like I said, she, she showed me a lot of documentaries. Um, she, I was able to hear a lot of testimonies on parents, you know, and more so fathers who were like, like I was saying before, they were praising it and they were all for it. You know, they were on their second or third child and they, they were, they were saying that, you know, they were recommending, it, you know, so I was, I was feeling a lot more better, you know, and especially when I spoke to the midwives, they were, they educated me more, a little, a little more on the home birth. And um, after that, I was, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go for it. Why not? You know. And um, even though you know we still had a few a few of our close friends who were still on the still not agreeing with it, still a little worried about it, you know. But um, I, I supported her all the way, and because I, I was all, all for it as well. And you know, I'm I'm happy we did. You know, I'm happy, yeah. and it's something I definitely want to do for our next one. So. So you're already thinking number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely. I want. A sibling that's more or less close in age okay just because I have two younger sisters I have three but the last two are close in age they're two years apart mm -hmm. so just seeing them kind of go through the same stages at the same time is yeah is nice. in common, yeah right? so how was your pregnancy like with um, with her yeah so with her it I had nausea and sickness for 18 weeks my friend told me oh you know as soon as you hit 13 weeks it's gonna go away uh -huh. the first trimester ran so that was like I just have to make it to 13 weeks and I'll be fine and then 13 weeks passed and 14 and all the way up to 18 weeks I was like super sick I was in a classroom with two-year-olds so thank goodness we had a sink in there because oh my gosh, sometimes crazy. I couldn't make it to the bathroom <sighs> And yeah, it was just heartburn and nausea. But I feel like once we passed that, it was a lot easier. And being with the kids definitely kept me active. So even though I was big and waddling, it wasn't too bad overall. I was still okay. able to move around. And we live on the third floor, so just going up and down the stairs. That was and, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> that was good exercise. So tell me about like the, the birth process. Did you have Braxton Hicks before or how was it like? Did you have any false alarms? How did the, how did everything start? I had Braxton Hicks. I, I don't know if it's just me, but I felt like I had them really early on, like okay. four months. Okay. I would get like the tightening and then it would just 
go away. So I had that on and off every couple of days. So I just kind of got used to it towards the end. Um, so then I think, I don't really think I had any like alarms, but I did before I gave birth. I want to say like two nights before I was having contractions in the nighttime. Okay. So I kind of felt something, but I didn't think it was like alarming enough for me to like call the midwives or okay. let them know. So I just felt this was like early signs, but it wasn't it. Um, I actually was the one that didn't think I was in labor up to the point that I was like four minutes apart okay. and then I and messaged more them. Consistent. Okay. And yeah, because I had contractions in the evening and then I took a bath and it just so happened that our doula texted us and she said okay you're getting contractions every 10-12 minutes they're on and off they're not super consistent this is a good sign of your body preparing for labor so for me I said okay it's preparing for labor that means it's not in labor right. so I just took it easy but then as the night progressed was when things got more intense and that was when I kind of knew. So by like two in the morning was when they were closer apart. And I knew that was that was pretty much the moment. So did you wake up the husband or he was awake and couldn't he, sleep? Yeah, he was pretty much awake from yeah. as soon as he got home. And he had asked me because the two nights before that I couldn't sleep, he would always ask me that morning, should I go to work in today? And I said, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think you can go. I don't think it's anything super serious. Yeah, I'll let you know if anything. Just have your phone on. Um, but by the time that he got home at five o'clock, I was getting some contractions that I would like have to stop talking and just kind of go through it. And then I would keep talking afterwards. Um, but I feel like as maybe nine o'clock, 10 o'clock came, that was when I was like, you're not going into work tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. By 1130, I want to say I was like on the floor with a pillow under my stomach, like going through contractions that I couldn't talk yeah oh so it was pretty quick once you got into the rhythm yeah because what was um I know like having a doula really helps Mm -hmm. how was um how was picking a doula was it because that's another world like you have the midwife and they're like what's a doula like why do I need it yeah the midwife enough well to me because we had made the decision to not have family there. I wanted someone that would just, that, that was experienced with home births and just birthing in general. Um, but that was gonna be more of a support to us. Uh, for me, our, for both of us, our decision to not have our family was just more, because <laughs> we wanted it to be an intimate moment just between us two and just to not have anybody that would have like thoughts of fear or, you know, yes, you feed that into energy, that. Exactly. You feed into that energy. So um, I just felt like it, it, it was the best decision. So we met with two midwives. And the one that we chose, Katie, was actually the first one that we met with. And after we spoke to both of them, we just kind of, we basically chose on how comfortable we felt with them. And once she came to our house and she had that first initial meeting, we just kind of knew that she was going to be the one. And she was, yeah, it was great. That's very good. And was um, also husband on board, like, why? Because sometimes, like, the man would say, but I'm going to be there, or yeah. 
why would you need an extra person? How was it for you? Like, did you also need convincing? Right, like, and, and, and I say again, um, this is all new to me. I mean, I just really didn't, um, when she said, when she spoke about a doula, I'm like, what's a doula? <laughs> you know, and um, she told me what a doula basically does. Um, she's there for support. She's there to, to be there for you, you know, and just basically like, you know, be like your, your right hand, like, like emotionally, you know, and whatever you need. So I was like, okay, that sounds good, but I can do the same. Yeah. She was like, trust me, when that time comes, yeah. you're going to see we need to do it. I was like, all right, you know what? I trusted her, and that's when we um, decided to go for, for one. And uh, I'm glad we did, you know. Um, and Sharon and Carol definitely encouraged it because right. it was the first time yeah. around. Right. Um, just to kind of have that support, that extra support, um, just to go through the labor and... You know, she, Katie definitely provided us with a lot of even helpful tips on how to go through the contractions and just yeah. different positions and, um, you know, how to place your hand so that it helps through the contraction. So all of those things I felt having another person that was experienced in that was going to be helpful. And she even taught him some of those things. He was able to do yeah. it even a couple nights leading up to the birth. Right. So that was all, to me, it was more, the more information and the more people that are experienced with this, the better that we surround ourselves with, um, just to even kind of help ease the mind of our family that was unfamiliar with home birth. So. Yeah, even when the time came when she was experiencing her contractions, um, it was, um, I, I noticed, yeah, I think it was a good idea we got to do like, because yeah. I would not know what to do. But um, she was extremely helpful. She, she was, was amazing. She was the first one there. That yeah, came. she was the first one there. I think it was like around a little after three a.m. Yeah. She she got she got to our place and she did a lot yeah. a lot for us. And uh, I'm very grateful that that we were able to get her on board. Yes, I know. Like for me, it was the same. Like my husband and I, after everything was done, we were like, we couldn't have done it without yeah. the doula because right. they're there before. Exactly. Like she says, it's for emotional support and also like to take turns with the husband. Right. Yeah. Right. Just to get, because you never know how late, because they say in labor is a marathon, so you know how long mm-hmm. it would be. So you were telling me that at around 11 a.m., that's when I started picking up. Yeah, right? we're definitely stronger by then. And by then, so then what was husband doing like during that time where you guys like trying to keep your mind off of it, make food or food? <laughs> I think at that point I didn't if you want food. Um, I think towards the end was when we I had the birthing ball, so I, I tried doing a couple like positions on there to see if that would help. But one of the ones that he, that actually Katie taught us the doula um was the one the hip squeeze. So to me, that was like comfortable and that kind of helped me during the contraction. So he was kind of doing that or the one where you put it like in towards the bottom. Um, just anything that would help at that point well, through the contraction. Yeah. But I know that once Katie came around three, I at that point I was in the shower. So I know that the water for me helped me just to kind of alleviate some of the pain. <laughs> and by then, how you were saying that, you know, it, she's there to kind of also take turns with the husband. So at that point, she even told him, go to sleep because we don't know how long this is going to be. So at some point I was on the bed. She was on the floor holding my hand through the contractions about every seven minutes. 
and he was on the other side of the floor sleeping, trying to rest up for right. who knows how long the night would be. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's funny because um, as soon as you know they all were arrived to our home, I was on panic mode. I was like, okay, what? What do you need me to do? Do, yeah. do you need me to do anything? You know, let me you know. You were timing the contractions. Right. I was timing the contractions um, um, before the doula arrived. But um, but once they all got there, um, the midwife, the duo, they were all at our home. I was I was on panic mode. I was like, "Is there anything you need me to do? I mean, what can I do?" And she's like, "No, we'll take it from here. Don't worry. You yeah. just go and catch up on your sleep because we're definitely gonna need you, you know, later on. But um, you just do what you have." So I felt helpless. I was yeah. like, "Okay," but even though I knew they were there, but I felt like I needed to do something. You right. know? And I think to me that nighttime, like going into the early morning, was what felt like the longest just because I wasn't used to staying up till two three in the morning yeah. so I felt like to me that was like what felt like it was the longest part of labor just because of the exhaustion yeah so so did you have did you guys I know like it does physically it is a lot but it's also mentally mm -hmm. did you have anything like that you prepare for mentally like any mantras or people that say you know hypno babies like they take like different classes did you guys prepare at all for anything like that we definitely had a playlist um that we created some worship songs and just like some calming birthing songs but when it got to that point i was like i don't want any music at some yeah. point <laughs> Him, like, and so, i don't know who you were talking to was it carol katie i was katie, talking with katie dude. and we were talking low yes <laughs> but at that point, it just I needed just silence, and I remember shushing them. <laughs> so I think no matter how much you prepare, sometimes in that moment you mm -hmm. just don't know exactly what That's you're so gonna true. need. Um, but we had our diffuser ready, uh, so Carol set up the lavender oil, so she had that going. So that definitely helped, and we had spoken about that prior to um, the actual day. But. I remember towards the end, and I don't know where it kind of came from, but I remember just saying, like, I can do this, and then 30 minutes later, she was out. So I think that was the only real time that I actually, like, spoke something over myself that oh, I felt wow. like, all right, I can do this, and that was when it got the most intense, and she came fairly quick after that. Oh, wow. So, like, you told your, your mind, your yeah. body, okay, like, I'm ready. Let's... Yeah. And it's Half so out. strange because I never would have like thought that I would say something like that out loud or, mm -hmm. but it was just like something in me was like, all right, this is like your body just senses like this is going to happen soon. And I guess just encouraging yourself. So I felt like I needed that energy. And then also just the midwives, um, just in such a like soft, gentle voice, you can hear like their encouraging words and you, you know, you take that in mm -hmm. and I feel like all of that positive energy definitely helps you to get through the most intense moments. That's so good. <laughs> Once, um, I know like, I also like, like to listen to other people's stories and most of them mentioned like they have such a connection with the baby as well. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that at all? Like going through you know the contractions and all these surges and all that that you had like this connection with her that you guys were doing it together well i even prior to the day of you know how when the midwives come they can tell you that you know her head is down so it just kind of 
I guess set it into reality that she's ready, you know. And thinking about when I was actually in labor, just knowing that that meant that she was, you know, ready to come into this world and it was going to be both a transition for both of us. I definitely <laughs> felt a connection just to know that this was going to be an important day for both of us, you know. Um, it was it was definitely special just getting to feel her movement, but then also know that that stage was kind of coming to an end. So it was yeah. kind of like a bittersweet moment. Um, just knowing that that was going to be, you know, something we're, we're, yeah. we're going to have anymore. Right. That's so true. And like, first and foremost, I have the utmost respect for women. Seriously. I, <laughs> I have, Watching your first, the first birth? Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. I just don't know how you girls do it. Uh, I have, I applaud you. <laughs> It was so in front respect. of me when it was happening. Seriously, oh, really? um, and that's when that's the midwife funny. called yeah. me. And she was like, I think we should share. She called me. She was like, "Come, the baby's coming." I was like, "Okay." Oh, so wow. I sat there yeah. and just seeing it all, like everything my wife went through and like the pain and yeah. oh my god, I was like, "Wow!" Like women have so much power. Like they have so much strength. Like it is. I, I'm like, wow. I could never do what what yeah. you girls do or, or go through. I mean. It's crazy. And it's funny because where we gave birth was actually not where I was planning on it. So it just kind right. of shows you like your body will just kind of do what it needs to do when it needs to do it. Right. Because we had the whole birthing pool ready. At that okay. point, he was boiling water to reheat it because at some point I was in the birthing pool, but then okay. I got out to get back into the shower because they told me for her to descend a little bit um, lower to kind of try a position in the bathtub by putting my leg up. So okay. I had gone back into the shower. Um, so he had started to boil water. So then I came back from the shower, put my hands into our mattress in our bedroom, and my water broke. Oh, wow. So it didn't break until almost towards the very end, an hour and a half before she was born. And from there, I went back onto the bed and was having contractions. Mm -hmm. So they asked me if I wanted to get back into the birthing pool that he had already set up the water, it was warm again. So I said, okay, I never made it back because they saw that I just, the contractions were so intense that they brought the birthing stool. So oh, they encouraged wow, okay. me and I wanted to sit there. So I said, there's no way I'm gonna make it to the birthing pool at this point. So I just sat there and that's where we ended up giving birth. Crazy. So it's just funny to think of he had all of this ready, and we never right. even made it back there. That's it. Yeah. And that just goes to show that I really want to prepare myself for this for this home birth. So, like I said, she, we got the pool ready. Um, yeah. We had, you know, I brought out the um, the the, the, um, the shower curtains, um, and I placed them on the bed. Um, so we basically had everything ready in our in our in our in our apartment. We had a living room, the dining room, we had our bedroom, and we just wanted to make, I just wanted to make sure that wherever it took place, that it was set. Um, but it was, it was pretty exciting. It was pretty exciting. Um, like I said, I would do it again. Uh, I, I think it's a beautiful experience to have like that um, intimacy, um, just that, that full attention and just a room with you and your wife and your kid about to come into this world I think is a, a beautiful experience something that I would definitely want to experience again um, it like was funny because thinking about it now 
I, like one of the main fears that I had, which seems silly now, was if we were going to be loud and disturb the neighbors. That's true. So after right. I gave birth, I was like, was I too noisy? Was I loud? And, you know, Cher was like, no, don't worry. You were fine. You weren't loud. Right. I was like, but I felt like I was making the weirdest noises. <laughs> but it's funny how, like, little things like that just are what, right. like, worries that, that come into your head, you know? Yeah. And none of it matters because you're yeah. in the moment. And you're the in the moment. Coming out. You're in the moment. You were in the moment. So once funny. the baby was born, I, the did they obviously you know one of the benefits is that you can just have her as long as you want there. Yeah. So how was that shock like? Because you know you see the sonograms and all that, yeah. but actually seeing the human being that was there, how was yeah. that process? And even with the sonograms, I only think we had two. And the last one that we had was at the 20 weeks. So just, it's kind of like a buildup throughout all the weeks of, you know, where, what's her position now and just getting to see how they, how they figured out how, what position she was in at that point. But once she came out, they put her right on me and she was on for, I want to say like 45 minutes. And it was just like, this was it. I'm done. Like. I don't have to do anything else other than push out the, the placenta, but like that was the moment and just in that moment, just realizing that everything is going to change or has changed at that point. It was just such an amazing moment just to finally actually get to see to her see in person yeah. and, you know, try and figure out who she looked yeah. like and I guess it just reality sets in, but yeah. you're still yeah. kind of like in a, like... There's high, yeah, right? exactly. You have all these hormones and like, it's surreal. Like, yeah. is this really happening? Yeah. I remember just with really mine, proud. I was just yeah, I was just um, I was in shock because he came out so fast. Because I heard so many women say I pushed for like hours. Yes, or, like he came out in five minutes. How long? He, she was fast also. Um, oh, I consider it fast. Mm -hmm. Considering other women, it took about. 25 30 minutes mm -hmm. which i feel like that's what they said later on but to yeah. me it felt like it was less than that but i since she since the my water broke an hour and a half before she was bored i just felt like everything happened so fast after that that it just to me it felt like it was shorter yeah it's a little bit of a shock yeah so one of the benefits of i think having a home birth is just you create that bond already like so mm -hmm. fast and like recovery is supposed to be a little bit easier or breastfeeding um anything like that w was that the case with you because you know everyone's different yeah they definitely as soon as she was born they placed her on me and i immediately started nursing her which i felt just kind of set us off to a good start already um and I just loved being able to take our time with everything we weren't rushed we didn't have a million hands of like doctors and nurses you know touching us and taking the baby for a bath or cleaning her up I just felt like we got to have time to really settle in so that being able to just be in a relaxing state just kind of sets off you know your body and prepares it to just kind of do what it naturally will do. Um, so I nursed her as soon as she came out for a while before they took her away to, you know, we took pictures of her still connected to the placenta and just getting able to let all that blood go into her. Um, 
was something that I wanted to do. I had mentioned it to them before. And even just telling my friends that were interested in it now that they are having a home birth, but just kind of telling her about all the things that she can do, you know, having the cord be delayed for a little bit or having them place your baby as soon as they're born on you just to encourage the breastfeeding um, was something that I'm glad that I was able to have because I know some women don't have that and it affects, you know, nursing later on. That's good. So now you told me like before that family really didn't know. So how was your experience telling like your family about it? How did they react? Definitely (laughs) skeptical. Um, I was the first one to even think about it. You know, my mom had me in Ecuador and I was her first one. So, you know, they were at a clinic and they were just going back and forth telling the stories of you know how they had their children and you know with good reason you grow up thinking and hearing you know the hospital is the safest place for you to give birth so just kind of getting them to see this was something that women have done for so many years and they forget like it's it's only what your grandmother gave birth at home so it was only like one or two generations ago it's just like it takes that short of time for us to forget you know yeah. this is how women gave birth for so many years um and i they were they were definitely nervous and with good reason you know their family they they worry but i just definitely encouraged them and made like told them you know these are not just some random yes, women coming to your house right? these are people that have gone to school they have studied they have gone through the training and just encouraging them. I felt like by telling them just if anything is gonna happen that can be harm to either me or the baby, they're not gonna just sit there and wait. We're gonna do whatever the baby needs or whatever is safest for us. So I'm not opposed to going to the hospital. And I felt like just having them know that I wasn't going to do this up to the point that something bad could happen. I told them we have a hospital that's a backup it's close to the house so if anything happens we would go there and I I trust the midwives and I know that they are looking out for our best interests so they wouldn't wait until something bad was to happen or for it to be too late to get to that point so that really reassured me and I felt like reassured them to just kind of be a little bit more at ease not too much but I think once I finally did it was when they they were okay they were and they were just happy yeah. yeah my mom was over like four hours later um so i feel like for the next time around they'll be a little bit more secure and understanding if i choose well i will choose this again uh, but when i do this again and hopefully it encourages you know a future generation to know it is an option and it's yeah. not anything to be fearful of and it'll be a good story for your baby girl. Yeah. Like, you were yes. born home, right here. I, I was thinking the you other day. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if one day we were to move, just that attachment of knowing, you know, you were born in this room. And mm-hmm. it's something that you can never forget. It's going to be crazy when that time comes. Yeah. I mean, like, Definitely. I did it. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'll support whatever decision makes her feel comfortable but for me I also felt like a reason I wanted to have her at home was 
because prior to her we did have a miscarriage and we were in the hospital and had to go back and forth to the ER and just I guess those emotions were kind of attached to the hospital okay. as well um, we had to go back for a follow-up visit a couple weeks later and I was in the ER waiting and he wasn't allowed in with me so I was by myself attached to an IV um, that you know I was in pain and it was just all of these emotions and then to be separated from him I just felt like a hospital was nowhere like not even close to where I wanted to be when that time came so I felt like I needed a whole new experience of what I had prior to so I felt like those emotions definitely pushed me to look for something else so I'm glad that you found that. I so found you're the first that. one in both families to do this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Even are. his sisters were. Yeah, my sisters were. Like, oh my god, this is crazy. Skeptical and nervous. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's it's hard when you're kind of like the first trying. One. Yeah, when you're the first one just trying to tell them like I'm gonna be okay, everything's gonna be fine. Especially that you know there are emergencies and the hospital is needed. Yeah. But if you're very like. Most people say, you know, you if you have a low risk pregnancy, like mm-hmm. why not? And if you feel like it would be something for you, then you know, just go for it. I that's what yeah. I think. And then if we, I mentioned this to my sister because my sister had um, three kids and no by cesarean, and her husband is a doctor, so they're not into this at all. <laughs> they don't. Oh so yeah. even if I had my, even if. When I had my first one, that oh, you're gonna do this again? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm like, yes, okay. <laughs> so once I told her, you know, look, these people are certified, they yeah. have a lot of experience, this is their specialty, and there's a hospital like five minutes away. Like, we're not yeah. somewhere random either, you know? She's like, okay, fine. Because like she's my older sister, <laughs> you know? So she's like, and she had all these emergencies with them, so you never know, of yeah. course. But the bond that you have with your midwives throughout the pregnancy, they're able to tell right away if there's anything. Exactly. And as much as they're nice, they I don't know if you felt that, that they're also like on top of you, like, are you eating right? Are yeah. you being active? How's your stress drinking level? Enough water. <laughs> drinking enough water. Yeah, they're very like strict, yeah. you know, in a loving way. But you have to, you know, you have to help yeah. your body as yeah. well through the pregnancy. So it's, they want you know they want to prepare you as much as possible physically and mentally and support you so as long as it's something low risk and you can do it and it's in your heart like you feel like it is right for you then you should give it a try yeah and i just loved also having the appointments in the house oh that's so good being pregnant and not realizing i mean not having to get up in the morning and go to a waiting room and having to see a doctor and then you know it's just the hassle of it all so just having them come to the house just already like set an intimate relationship with the midwives just to know you know they're coming into your home they're getting to know your family and telling you about all of these all of these different um things and information that they gave just you know, with the doctor, you see them five minutes yeah. and, you know, they leave. A sonogram, you get a sonogram done by someone else and then yes. the doctor comes in, checks if you're okay. So you never really build that relationship. And even in a hospital, you don't know if that's going to be the doctor that's going to be yes. with you that day. So just getting to have 
both of the midwives coming every other appointment just already establishes time for you to create a relationship with both of them enough for you to feel comfortable with either or whoever is to show up that day that was a, a deal breaker for me because once I found out that it may not be that person in this yeah. little room in my most vulnerable moment exactly. like we need to find something yeah. else because I don't know how I'm going to deal with this um, are there anything else you guys would like to add in the story well, I would anything definitely encourage other people who are even considering it I my mom also had um, c-sections and I was there for her last one and she had complications where she ended up in the ICU and you know I understand things happen but just I would say get as much knowledge and as much information as possible just to make that decision whether it it is the decision for your family or not um, but I definitely know that having that information and watching those documentaries completely changed my mindset which led us to make a decision that I don't regret at all and you know want to encourage other people to to do if possible mm -hmm. so I would just encourage them to do that what advice would you give to the dads that are like um, not sure well I will tell the men who have any doubts or concerns um, I have no regrets I have no regrets it is completely safe um, and it's not gonna get any better than what I have experienced and I and I would tell you it is a beautiful experience to um, just watch your your kid being born in, um, in, in the comfort of your home um, it's something that I, I really would love to put into words you just have to be in the moment um, but it's something that I can definitely tell you I, I will definitely would love to do again um, and this is coming from a, a guy that was on this was kind of on the fence about it uh, was had so many questions and concerns and doubts and what ifs and, and scared but once that moment came I was telling my wife after I, I definitely would love to do this again um, so my advice to you is just give it a chance um, get educated uh, on, on home birth um, read Read into um, documentaries about it. Read, go into YouTube. Look at links, um, and and, and, and um, find out for yourself. Um, like I said, I can I can speak for myself when I say it's something um, I I'm glad I did. And as I said, I said before, I have no regrets on on having a home birth. Um, and I, like I said, I'll do it again. so much for your time and the baby was so good she's such you. a good baby <laughs>you for listening to the parenting and queens podcast if you enjoyed the show i would appreciate if you subscribe rate and review the podcast i'll be shouting out our reviews and would love to spotlight you 